Parsha Shoftim begins with the command to establish an ethical judicial system. The Torah says, Tzedek, Tzedek, Terdav. Righteousness, righteousness, who shall pursue? And the question is, Tzedek, Tzedek, why the redundancy? So the Mepharshim explained, Tzedek, Tzedek, we must pursue righteousness with righteousness. So what exactly does that mean? So if you decide to go into a supermarket and shoplift some bread and milk, and you say, it's to feed a poor family, would that make theft right and ethical? Of course not. Are you stealing it for a good reason? Yes, but it's still wrong. According to the Torah, this strategy is fundamentally flawed. Because in Allah, we are not only concerned about the end in itself, but also about the means to the end. So the Torah says, Tzedek, you want to pursue righteousness? Tzedek, Tirdaif. You must achieve it only through righteous means. There's a famous question that the Mepharshim asks, If the Ovis kept all of the Torah, why would Yaakov Avinu marry two sisters, Rachel and Leah? So Yaakov Kavanetsky says something so powerful. Yaakov Avinu wasn't commanded not to marry two sisters, as the Torah was not yet given to Klal Yisrael. He did it out of his own volition. However, he gave his word to Rachel that he will marry her. So granted that Lavan played a trick on them, and he gave him Leah instead. But that doesn't nullify his promise to Rachel. Yaakov reasoned, I gave Rachel my word, how can I violate it? He said, what will it be? Either it's my word or my chumrah. And his word prevailed. Even at the expense of violating his chumrah. That's tzedek, tzedek, terdav. You can be machmer on yourself, but think of how it will impact the people around you. If they will suffer as a result, then it's not considered a chumrah. For example, there's a chumrah not to eat anything outside of the sukkah. Not even a drink of water. So you take your family to a amusement park on Chalamoit Sokas, and you're hungry and thirsty and irritated. And as a result, you take it out on your wife and children. That is a classic example of misplaced righteousness. It's wonderful to do mitzvahs with the greatest adorum and adhere to all of the chumras, but not at the expense of hurting your wife and children. We can't step over people while we are chasing our righteousness. Rabshagafava Mandelovitz was the founder of the Shiva Torah Vedas in America. One Shabbos, he stayed in Miami at the home of a former student. His student walked him home from Shul Friday night, and when he opened the door, the young man was shocked and embarrassed. His wife, exhausted from a week's worth of child rearing and the responsibility of keeping a home, was sprawled on the couch. The Shabbos table wasn't set perfectly. The dishes placed in a pile next to the becher and the wine. At the head of the table, there were two large chalas sitting uncovered. The custom is to cover the chalas while making Kiddush, as the bracha over the bread normally precedes the wine. And since it is somewhat a metaphorical embarrassment to the bread, we cover it during Kiddush. So the student, who was embarrassed at the state of affairs, called out to his wife in a demeaning manner, Please let us prepare the table in its entirety. Then turning to his rabbi, he said, I'm sure that leaving the chalas uncovered was an oversight. Then attempting to shift his self-inflicted embarrassment onto his wife, he said, Everyone knows that we must cover the challah before making Kiddush. And Shagafavah was annoyed at his Talmud's self-righteous behavior, and he tells him, Over the years I've encountered many problems. Students, couples, and people from all walks of life have entered my office to discuss their personal hardships with me. 
Not even once did a chala walk into my office suffering from inferiority complex because it was left uncovered during Kiddush. Do you know why? Because we are not concerned with the chala per se. We are concerned with making ourselves cognizant of feelings. We worry about the chala's feelings as a means to care about and be sensitive to the feelings of human beings. How then can you embarrass your wife over not covering the challah when the sole purpose of covering is supposed to train you in sensitivity? That is the antithesis of tzedek tzedek terdaif. The Chazanish, who was famous for his chumras, once said, We know when Mashiach comes, there will be a big su'uda. And for the main dish, there will be a choice, meat or fish. Meat from the Shorabar or fish from the Leviyasin. Ask the Chazanish, why will there be a fish option when we have the sharabar, a nice big juicy rib steak from the grill? Said the Chazanish, even then there will be people that will say, we are from, we have a chumrah, we don't eat meat. What do you mean you don't eat meat? It's Hashem's meat, it's his shechita. Nah, I'll pass, give me the fish. Misguided frumkite. They once asked Rabbi Shol Salanter, what is the most important hider when baking matzahs for Pesach? And he said, not to scream at the almanas who are doing the baking. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov personified. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.